And I would actually consider that marital training, not premarital counseling. Yeah. Because they're trying to teach you how to be married. Sure. In four less in four weeks or less. Right. I guarantee you it takes a lot more than four weeks to learn how to be married. It takes sure. 25 years and we're still trying to figure it out. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, the important differences between premarital and pre-engagement counseling. Finally. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh. Yeah. So a couple episodes ago, you had mentioned that uh, you thought pre-engagement counseling yep. was much more important than premarital counseling. So I thought I would come back to that and ask you why you thought that. Uh, yeah, I see this a lot. And this is going to be a, a personal bias I have as a counselor. If you talk to another counselor, you're, you're probably going to get a different answer for this. But in my experience, what I have seen over and over and over again is once people get engaged once there is some sort of public announcement there's a ring on a finger there is some sort of external indicator that these people are now getting married um, that boat is really really hard to turn around because there's so much external pressure to see this thing through so like if a red flag pops up after they've engaged and announced exactly. it that it's really hard to say "Ooh, i don't want to do this now they tend to ignore it or they tend to just um push it off and saying, well, we'll deal with this after we're married. Got it. When the reality is there could be a real deal breaker, which reminds me we're going to do another episode probably right after this one on all of the deal breakers for pre-engagement or pre-marital decisions. Things okay. you should be looking for, which should decide, should I or should I not get married? So what are some of the things that you would be looking for in or talking about in pre-engagement counseling as opposed to premarital counseling. So let's even talk about that for a little bit because there's a lot of different variations of premarital counseling. Sure. A lot of them are curriculum based. So it's taking you through some sort of workbook or through some sort of kind of steps or, or curriculum in some way, making sure you know how to be married. They right. talk about roles, they talk about sex, they talk about finances. Um, uh, if there's a faith system involved and they talk about you know how that faith system plays in. And I would actually consider of that marital training, not premarital counseling, yeah. because they're trying to teach you how to be married sure. in four less in four weeks or less. Right. I guarantee you, it takes a lot more than four weeks to learn how to be married. It takes sure. twenty five years, and we're still trying to figure it out. I actually prefer pre engagement or premarital counseling to um, be tailor made, to be unique to each couple, and the counselor is supposed to be asking specific questions of the issues that they're seeing come up between that that husband to be and that wife to be i actually call it looking for the potholes or the speed bumps we're looking for the issues that are already showing up in the relationship before you're married before you've made a commitment or a covenant with each other to see how are you handling that how are you working through that um, are there any issues that are coming up between the two of you um, that are going to be bigger and and more destructive you know as time goes on right. and life gets more complicated and you 
and you, you know, have kids in the mix now or right. you move away from family or you have external pressures of school debt and house payments and lost jobs. All of those will inflate all of the problems that are already pre-existing. Right. And my job as a counselor is to try to help people learn what those specific things are. We do go through a, a framework um, but that framework is specifically tailored or designed for each couple there. Each couple, right. And I do a lot of I do a lot of premarital counseling, but again, timing wise, I would actually prefer to do pre engagement counseling. So before they've gotten engaged. Before they make that public announcement. Now obviously they're coming in, they're saying we're thinking about getting married. We'd like to get married. We want to see if this is gonna be a good idea to keep going to the next step of actually getting engaged. And and I have sat with couples, unfortunately, that after two or three sessions, it is very apparent there are some major red flags, which means they should probably delay getting married until those things are worked out or actually reconsider getting married altogether. And the couples that I've done that who are already engaged pretty much ignore my advice. They go and get married and I can actually give you um, specific examples of couples who have come back two or three years later um, in the proceeds of being divorced. Oh, and man. all of the same issues that were there before they got married are have just literally been inflamed, right. um, has been enlarged in some way and it, and it is a deal breaker for, for the marriage. I had never even heard of or considered doing any kind of pre-engagement counseling. That's just not even yeah. out there. Everybody thinks of just premarital counseling, and even a lot of people don't do that. They right. only do that if something comes up and they don't know how to handle it. Right. But most of the time, it's usually people just you know go through all the steps, get married, and then go, oh, we have these issues. What do we do with them? things are really falling apart. Now we're going to go see someone. So I think you can avoid a lot of yeah. that. Most couples simply recreate the the example of marriages that they've had in their own home growing up. Right. So I come in re replicating that my model sure. of what marriage looks like. Right. You bring in what your model of marriage looks like. And probably neither model is a great <laughs> is model. The best model. And right. when you try to make both of those happen at the same time, it, it can melt down really, really fast versus... Right pre-engagement counseling says, here's an objective standard for a model. Right. How does your view of marriage line up with this objective standard? And how does my view of marriage line up with that objective standard? Right. And now we're moving in the same direction right. rather than trying to make you conform to my model or you trying to make me right. conform to your model. And again, and timing wise, that's just a lot easier to do before you have a ring on a finger and before you have the announcement on Facebook and before Aunt Marge has been invited from Boise right. to fly out and she's already got money and a venue's already been booked and right. you've already tasted what cake you want to eat. <laughs> right. Those are so many external pressures, which again, make you blind or ignore or, or tolerate. Or just even be too afraid yeah. to, to say, because yeah, I think there's been people who've sat in that, oh man, I don't think this is right and but they're too afraid to do yeah. anything about it and yeah. and they just keep going forward even though they are seeing things yep. but how do you go about getting people to even know that that's an option 
It'd be great if there was a podcast that talked about the differences <laughs> between pre-engagement and premarital counseling. Oh, that would be great. That would be a fantastic resource out there for, for someone. We plan on making secure marriage the gold standard for anyone getting married, starting right. here in Portland, moving out into the Pacific Northwest, and eventually conquering the entire world. And so right. within 16 months, my hope is, is this is going to be the, the model for every marriage or every person thinking about getting married everywhere, or at least have them consider it. Sure. I want there to be a better option out there because I don't want to see people get hurt and struggle and doubt themselves. Again, I sat with too many clients who have told me to my face, I knew I probably shouldn't have gotten married, but I was too afraid to to disrupt the wedding processions. Right. The planning. So if you had to pick one really important um, thing that you would discuss in pre-engagement counseling, what would that be? Just so people could have an idea, because I'm sure that people that there's people listening who are thinking about getting married. Right. Uh, Let me answer that question in a different way. Okay. As a counselor, there's one specific thing I'm looking for the most in both of the, both of the people sitting on the couch across my office from me. Do you know what that one thing is? Um, I'm going to guess openness. Um, or, or an ability to change or um, something along those lines. You're dancing in the ballpark. You're correct. Um, I use the term self-awareness. Okay. Is right. this person sitting there saying, yes, I'm aware that I have these, these things about myself and I understand why they're happening and I understand how they're affecting my spouse to be. And I'm willing to look at those and I'm willing to change those because they are disruptive. They're painful. They're based in fear. um, They're not beneficial for the relationship at all. If I can see that in two people, I can guarantee you they will have a much greater chance at having a truly successful successful and secure marriage. Right. Because no one, when they get married, has it figured out. Sure. It's, it's incredibly difficult. But when you have two people who are saying, we are willing to learn, we're right. willing to look at ourselves and we're willing to learn. There's a much higher success rate. This is going to bleed into the next episode next week again on what the deal breakers are. And that's actually a little teaser here. That is probably one of the biggest deal breakers is if someone says, I got this problem or I have this thing and I don't think it's a big deal and she's just going to have to learn how to deal with it, which has happened in my office. Right. And I have turned to that that woman sitting on the couch and I have said, this is going to be a major issue down the road. Do you want to make the decision right now to, to um, connect your life to this issue Right. For the rest of your life and put children into this. Sure. I want you to consider that. Well, and, and I've even heard people that we know that are married. Yeah. S- one spouse or the other say, well, this is just how I am. And they just have to deal with it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, don't you want to be better for your spouse? I just think, oh, that's really harsh. It's it's terrifying. It's actually the number of thing I tell our own children is you're not going to find someone who's perfect. You're not going to find someone who has it all together. I do want you to find someone who's willing to learn. I want you to find someone who is aware of their stuff and is growing and changing and trying to improve themselves. Well, well, and you might even find that a person isn't aware of their stuff, but they're open to hearing, learning, trying to figure out whether they do or don't. Exactly. And that's a huge thing because, I mean, when you're in your early 20s, 
and you're getting married late 20s even sometimes you're still pretty kind of just dumb oh yeah you know oh yeah i mean i don't mean that in a rude way but you you just may not be self-aware at all but if you have a willingness to learn and be open to the possibilities that that there's stuff it it really um changes everything changes everything yeah yeah these are the biggest differences I see between pre-engagement and premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think there should be some sort of pre-counseling before you get married sooner than the better. Now, not too soon. Three weeks into the relationship <laughs> after you just no. met the guy, no, no, no. you're not sitting down with a counselor saying, should we should we go to the next level? That is not, not going to be beneficial. You can navigate a little ways more by yourself on that. Exactly. If these ideas, if these concepts, again, are new to you, or you want to actually get some more information on how to start out your marriage the right way so that you have all of the right foundations um, so that you you have the greatest chance of having a a successful and secure marriage, we encourage you to go to 5minutemarriagemakeover.com, the number 5minutemarriagemakeover.com, and you can actually start with three videos. They're going to show you how to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse once you've watched those videos you will have lots of uh, other opportunities to check out the other resources from secure marriage which are going to give you lots of good tools as you start your marriage out and you start out on the right foot other than that i think that's good for today we're going to stop there next week we'll talk about um deal breakers before you get married things that you should look for to decide should i or should i not get married Thanks for watching. Have a great day. We day. A we day? (laughs) It's a we day. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Should we probably do another run? Yes. All right. On today's episode, no, we're We're your your hosts. hosts. The the most. (laughs) Coming at you in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) You're silly. Chopper Dave. <laughs> Chopper Dave. Watching the marriages from up here. <laughs> We're having problems on the 405. <laughs> and I get the microphone the you most always... because I sound sexy. <laughs> I enunciate and project. Enunciate and project. Ma may me mo too. Moo. Ma may me mo moo. Did I say two? You did. Oh, you can't. Yeah, do that part first. That'd be fun. Tickling my hair. Your hair's ticklish. <laughs> yeah, ticklish hair. A little bit. Um, uh, thinking about getting people. The prince is giving a ball. The prince is giving a ball. Hear ye, hear ye, a ball, and that's not all. <laughs>